Welcome to the Battle Cry Podcast with Convention of States Action President Mark Meckler. You can watch the original live broadcast Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Convention of States Facebook and Rumble channels. So here we are. It's less than one week away from the simulated convention in historic Colonial Williamsburg. I'll be traveling there pretty soon. I can't believe it's going to happen. Commissioners from all 50 states traveling in from all over the country, just like I'll be traveling in. We have a rule set in place that could be the actual rule set that's used at the actual convention, which I think will be taking place in the next couple of years. And the commissioners are attending. They're the real thing. Most of them are former or currently sitting state legislators. It's so cool. It's history in the making, like real live history. So join us live on August 4th. You're going to watch the simulated Article 5 convention. If you want to do that, you should, because I'll be there. Register at cossimulation2023.org cossimulation2023.org. You can even sign up to watch host uh, host a watch party, which you really should. You can RSVP for that also at cossimulation2023.org. See you there. Has been a distinct honor to sit up here. This is incredible to see what's happening from this vantage point. The, uh, the energy, the The conscientiousness in something that is a mere simulation that you brought to this project. It's been a distinct honor to be here to see. I wish you could see what I saw from here, to see your work and to see what you've done. I, I'm thrilled and honored that you're here and you put the attention that you've done. George Washington made the statement that he said in his farewell address, this was one of the four critical governing documents that used to be studied in schools. If in the opinion of the people, the distribution or modification of the constitutional powers be in any particular wrong, let it be changed by an amendment in the way the Constitution designates. But let there be no change by usurpation. For though in one instance this may be the instrument of good, it is the customary weapon by which free governments are destroyed. That's the process that we're engaged in. We talked about the tires and the balance of the tires at the beginning of this and the air in the tires. We had, a, we had a, uh, an owner's manual for the amount of pressure that goes in those tires. And, and like a gas, like air in a tire, a, a, a gas will expand to fill the space that's given to it. And government like that expands to the limit that it's checked. Left unchecked, government expands limitlessly. That's what we're seeing. That's what we've been discussing. You've, you've indulged me with my car wash rule. My father owned car washes as I was growing up. I started working in car washes from the time that I was eight years old in Arizona, washing and drying and folding towels from eight years old. And uh, my father then became a pilot. And as a pilot, we would fly from Utah to Arizona. He had businesses in both places. And every time we flew, every single time, I can't remember a single time that we flew that he did not say, your engine just went out. Where are you going to land? And we would scout around. I mean, even flying over the Grand Canyon, your engine went out. Where are you going to land? You've got this much glide distance. And he said, you know, pilots walk away from most crashes. 
as long as they fly the plane until it stops. Pilots perish when they panic. Fly the plane until it stops. Keep your hand on the wheel until it stops. And pilots survive. Constitutionally, just like that bicycle is a vehicle, as an airplane, there's some mayday out there. You're here because your people in your states know that there's some mayday signals on many areas that we've discussed, many we didn't have time given the constraints that we have to discuss. Pilots perish when they panic. But thank you for keeping your hands on the wheel. Thank you for flying this plane. Hopefully it never stops. I submit it never will. But we have that instrument in Article 5 to deal with this. I'm so honored to serve with you. I'm so honored to have had this privilege to see this in action. Thank you for your good work. Thank you for what you take back. And now it's time for us to be leaders among leaders, to take this back, take this spirit that we felt, what you've, many of you have discussed as, I, I asked the question to some of you, what went well in your committees? And it was fun to see the eyes light up and say, we started out, we didn't know where we were going, what we were doing, and then almost like magic, the process brought things together. And that is the beauty of self-governance. That's the beauty of here beginning to exercise again our self-governance muscles, and that's what our system is all about. So thank you, I applaud you, thank you for the work that you've done, and uh, again, I'm honored to this. I will now go to Kansas for uh, one final motion. have a motion here. I just want us to take a final moment as a body and recognize the tireless effort that has gone in from so many people seen and unseen to make this happen. I would like us to please thank our host, the Citizens for Self-Governance, the Convention of States Project. Let's please give them a hand. This is indeed a Herculean effort that is writing the history of this moment. We're in a historic place and we see good people that have stepped up that are writing the history of what we're doing. Thank you so very, very much. I want to go to one final motion from uh, the Commissioner from Kansas. I have never seen a motion to reconsider and get a standing ovation before. <laughs> so that's the wrong page, sorry. Mr. Speaker, I'd like to uh, uh, ask for a point of personal privilege for the president of the, uh, of, uh, the Citizens for Self-Governance, self Mark Meckler, to make some comments to the body. That is in order. There are some people that it is extraordinarily important that I recognize that that made this possible. 
And I would ask that you hold your applause, but I am going to specifically recognize some people. And first and foremost in this process, in bringing this body together, I have to recognize Michael Ferris. Mike. I don't, I literally don't know anybody else who, who would have attempted something so large. This is the man, if you don't know it, who made sure that he engaged in the fight that made homeschooling legal in America. And as if that weren't enough, right? As if that weren't enough, he then went and founded Patrick Henry College, a great Christian institution educating Christian warriors who go out and fight the fight across this country. And then at a time when most people would have retired and rested on their laurels, Mike Ferris decided that we needed to reform our entire system of governance through the Convention of States. Really extraordinary. Thank you, Michael. You know, so he conceived this idea years ago, brought it to our organization. It's been an incredible privilege to work with him. But what's most important is the team that came together around the idea. Mike couldn't have done this himself. I certainly couldn't have done it myself. And I have been privileged to work for the last three years and certainly leading into this event with the most extraordinary group of people I've ever worked with. And there's something especially extraordinary about them that I want you to know because it's a little odd. And it's something that you would notice, you might notice when I tell it to you, but you wouldn't notice otherwise. And that is that our organization begins from a very simple phrase. And that phrase is something that's quite unusual in our body politic today. And the phrase is two words, and those words are, be nice. It's odd in politics today, but when we founded our organization, we recognized that politics had become mean. It was always so mean-spirited, and people were vicious, and people were rude to each other, and it was combative and attacking. And we didn't believe that you had to do politics that way. We believe that you could engage in spirited debate without being mean. We believe that you didn't have to put the knife in behind people's backs to get things done. We believe you could look them in the eyes and have spirited debate and discussion and even dissent, but always be nice to the people around you, always be kind to the people around you. So we have assembled a staff nationally that is extraordinary, 28 full-time staffers now, literally hundreds of state-level volunteers, thousands of field volunteers in the state. And the mantra remains in our organization, we don't even have to say it anymore, it's be nice. So there is a staff here that has done everything in their power to make your experience wonderful. And, and one of the leaders of that staff that I have to point out is Rita Dunaway. The structure and the substance of what you see here today, the way this convention operated so smoothly, there is really a single person who was responsible for that, and that is Rita Dunaway. I spend my time flying around the country, going to grassroots meetings, doing media, pretty much going wherever I'm told to go and be wherever I'm told to be. And there's somebody that makes sure that the trains run on time when I'm doing that, that the things that need to be done in our organization get done, that the hotels get booked, that the flights get scheduled. And if it weren't for him, none of this would happen. He's somebody that I've been privileged to know literally since I was 19 years old. We've been best friends for our entire lives and I'd like to recognize Mike Ruthenberg. Mike? 
I would be greatly remiss if I didn't recognize the most important person in the room because she's the one that makes sure everything in my life runs well. And that is my wife, Patty Meckler. And Patty not only is the person who makes sure my life runs well and is always there for me, but she is also the person who makes sure that everything that this organization does, including this conference, gets paid for. There is a reason that we were able to fly so many of you from around the country to pay for hotel rooms, to pay for all of this. It takes somebody with vision and commitment and drive to be able to put this message out to donors. We now have roughly 70,000 donors across the country, largely because of her efforts. You have to know, if you've ever met her, that I'm married way up. So please thank my wife, Patty Meckler. Um, I think you've had a couple of extraordinary gentlemen sitting here. People ask, where are the millennials? Here are the millennials. This thing ran smoothly because you have a parliamentarian who took the time to know Mason's manual, who spent the hours, the weeks, the months to know it. He's participated in other simulations. He is at the very senior level in his academic career of being a college fresh freshman. So I'd like you to give Spencer, our parliamentarian, a big round of applause. Sitting next to Spencer is a young man who has a wisdom far beyond his years. I think you would agree this thing ran incredibly smoothly. The votes were perfect. Everything was calculated right. Things run on time. We were privileged to hire Robert Kelly straight out of law school. And he's been with us ever since he came out of law school. He is way better than most senior lawyers I know. He makes sure that I don't do anything that gets me in trouble. And it's really an incredible privilege to have him serving as our secretary today, Robert Kelly. So I could go through and recognize the whole staff, but that would take a long time. So I will save you that pain. But let me just tell you that without them, without every single one of them, what happened here today, what's happening all across the country right now would be impossible. So I'd ask that you thank the staff of Citizens for Self-Governance. They're in the blue shirts all over the room. God bless you guys. Thank you very much. So before, before I turn the convention back over to Ken, and I appreciate the point of personal privilege that allowed me to do this, I want to thank all of you. A lot of you have come up to me or to other members of our staff and thanked us. All we were able to do was set the table, right? To make it happen took you. It took your commitment. It took your diligence. It took your intelligence. It took your passion and your patriotism to travel across the country and to come here and to be here and to participate in this. And once the convention started, it was sort of like dropping your kid off at college. It was off on its own, right? There wasn't much we could do about it. We sat in the back of the room, we were in and out, we watched it on the live feed, but you guys were on your own. And you excelled. Beyond our wildest expectations, you excelled. Over and over from everybody I talked to, they were astounded by the performance of this body, by the statesmanship that they saw exhibited by this body, by the intelligence and the passion of the debate, the demeanor of every one of you in this room. You have proven 
beyond a shadow of a doubt to the country that the people of the United States of America are ready to hold the first Article 5 convention in the history of this country. I congratulate you, I salute you, and may God bless you. Thank you very much. Welcome back. We are getting ready to wrap up the Convention of States simulation, the first ever in history. Yeah. Rick, i got to tell you. Huge success. Yeah. Huge. And I wanted to make one real quick announcement. Um, then we're going to have Mark Meckler come up and give some closing remarks. And that is that the countermand amendment did, in fact, pass. Yeah. It passed overwhelmingly. And so I wanted those of you that didn't catch that because we were doing a broadcast and doing an interview, it did, in fact, pass. And it did pass overwhelmingly. It didn't even need a roll call vote. Well, several of the amendments passed. Some did not pass. Most importantly, the process passed. The That's process right. did incredibly well. Absolutely. You saw them participate uh, deliberatively, seriously. Um, we saw that it could be done professionally, and and um, I think we I think we all probably leave here with a lot more confidence in the process. Even those of us that have been champions of this for a while, we leave with more confidence in exactly how this thing is going to work. And yep. Mark's going to join us now. And man, great yep. speech actually sharing uh, exactly uh, what this was all about. I think you're I think you're dead on in congratulating the commissioners themselves. Uh, they just they they blew us all away. I think we all were hoping for the best. We got. Better than the best. I mean, it was phenomenal. You know, somebody said to me a few minutes ago, if I didn't quit smiling, my face was going to break. <laughs> yeah, that I, was me. <laughs> I actually feel like that. My face is sore from smiling. Yeah. I, I feel like a kid at Christmas. All the presents are open, right? And I can't decide what's best. Right. And it's going to take me days to sort through what happened here and figure out what was best because it was all so good. I actually... I'm stunned to say this. I don't. I, I didn't see anything bad. I didn't see yeah. anything I was concerned about. We can always improve. We can be better, but... Man, that was just history. Yeah, it was uh, extraordinary. History in the making, and to, and to do it in such a short period of time. I mean, again, we've said this a couple of times. It was a truncated process, but we got to see in that roughly 48 hours what it would be like to have these kind of folks together for a couple of months, where the whole nation can watch and, and participate by actually seeing what's happening in, in in real time. This is the real deal, and it can happen. People got to know that at home. This is not just some getting together, playing you know convention of states. This is to show people it can really be done, and as you said, have the first one ever under our constitution. Well, and I, I got to say, I really loved having you here and having your commentary and Ken's commentary. Honestly, this is what it's going to be like in the real convention. Yeah. I guarantee you there's going to be all kinds of journalists. There's going to be live commentary. So this is a dry run for that as well. I think it's hopefully you guys watched it, enjoyed it, because the real one's going to be like this. That's right. It's going to be a lot longer. But you're going to be watching. It's going to be the Super Bowl of politics, man, the biggest thing ever happening in American politics. Well, and the one thing that I think is, is critical to this is this is proof of concept. Right. I mean, there is no right. more doubt that this is the way we have to go. And in my mind, that just sealed it. And I, I, I really don't see any other alternatives. But this proves out the concept that our founding fathers were, in fact, right yet again. Yeah, and, and brilliant to pick this place, Mark, to come here and do this so they could hear from James Madison and Patrick Henry and be in that spirit of, of, of not just not just taking the Constitution and restoring what was there, but invigorating the people back home to know this is your Constitution, this is your country, and this is your process for saving it. Well, I'd love to take credit for that. That goes to my wife, to be honest with you. So all credit works. So that's usually the case right, in my right. life. But in this case, it's absolutely <laughs> right. true, and it was her vision and her decision. She came out here, flew out here first. Interesting story. I mean, she she literally, she was coming out here, was praying and saying, Lord, give me a sign. Tell me, why am I going here? Is this the right place? 
And it's funny because her favorite figure in American history is James Madison. Mm. And she was looking for a sign from James Madison, literally was walking the streets of Colonial Williamsburg, ran into the James Madison we wow. saw teaching kids in the park. He asked her why she was here. And when she told him she was here to hold an Article 5 convention, he lit up. And he told the person who was with him that worked here, hey, I'm in on this, right? I get to do this no thing. So she came home and she said, look, yeah, I asked her a sign. I got a sign. We are going to Colonial Williamsburg. Mark, before we sign off, let's talk about, for folks at home, what can they do? I mean, they're watching this and they're going, hey, this is great. We see legislators. We see you guys involved in it. But what can we do from home? Yeah, so honestly, you guys are the ones that matter. And this is the real deal. The only reason we're here. The only way we've been able to get here is because right now, literally, there are 1.45 million of you all around the country in every legislative district in the country involved in the process, involved in the movement. This is not just a thing. This is a movement. It literally is a movement. And because of you, we got here. This is one step in the process. We got a million and a half, roughly. We need 10 million. So if you're not in now, go to conventionofstates.com, get signed up, get involved, watch the videos, learn about the process, understand that you have the power, and it's a unique power. You have the power to bypass the president, Congress, the Supreme Court, and to throttle down the federal government to get it out of our lives and get it back to what the founders intended. So really, Rick, I, after this, we turn it over to the people. Yeah, the, the, the tools are right there at their fingertips. At no time in history have the people had, had the means so easily right before them. From Twitter to Facebook, to you name it, all the tools are right there yeah. that they can take that number you just mentioned, 1.4, 1.5 million, and make it three, four times that in just a matter of months. If they'll just use the tools, you got to take the action, folks. A lot of you have been at home complaining. You've been screaming at the TV. You, you tell guys like us when we can come speak, what can I do, what can I do? Well, here you go. you got some great marching orders and a great opportunity to be a part of yeah, all absolutely. this. Well, you, Let's go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, you know, it has been a pleasure and an honor to be a part of this and to be working with the Convention of States Project. And, Mark, I know you've got some closing remarks that you want to make, and so we're, Rick and I are going to allow that allow you to do that. And afterwards, if there are some folks that want to be interviewed, we will be closing out the broadcast after, Mark's re, um, after Mark finishes his remarks. But then we, Rick and I decided we might interview a couple people, so you might want to stick around for that. But at, at, for all practical purposes, Mark, God bless. That was this was a terrific event, and thank you. So, here's what I here's what I want to tell you. Anything's possible, right? Anything's possible. America is built on the impossible. It's we are the impossible nation. We obviously had the Lord's wind in our sails when this nation was founded, because if you had asked anybody, any rational person, could we face off against the greatest military power ever in the world's history? The rational answer would have been no can't do it. But we did the impossible. You know, World War II facing off some of the greatest military powers in the world across oceans. People said it was impossible. It was foolish. We did it because it was the right thing to do. And we did the impossible. This is the nation that put men on the moon. So when people tell me, and I hear it, this is impossible. It's too big. There's nothing that is impossible to this nation. It's because it's a nation that's blessed with God, blessed by God. It's a nation full of amazing people, amazing Americans. Americans are, contrary to what some people want you to believe today, exceptional. This is an exceptional nation. And you are one of those Americans. And so when you hear stories of Patrick Henry or George Washington or James Madison, don't lament that those people aren't around anymore because they are. I know a lot of them. And what I'll tell you for sure is you are one of them. They were just regular folks until circumstances presented themselves that allowed them to step forth 
and to be the heroes that they are now remembered as in American history. And this is our moment in American history. I'm really glad to be alive. There's some scary stuff, but we have a chance to do something extraordinary. We have a chance to save this republic from the fate that has faced every other republic. They've all gone extinct. And we have an opportunity because the founders gave us a tool. So I'm asking you to stand up, to live your heritage, to live your birthright, to be who you were born to be, and that is a great American hero. I believe in you, God bless you, and thanks for being with us. If the government ever becomes a tyranny, we're gonna give you this gift. You get a chance to get together, get your commissioners together from all over the country and restrain that tyranny. But because it's never been done, we wanted to see it done. We want yeah. it to be tried out so people understand how does it work? What kind of rules are there? What will be an interplay between commissioners? You know, when you're gonna do something this important, it's important to practice. Giving uh, knowledge, information, vision, and hope. Uh, hope that the federal government really can be curtailed and that this process really can work. And this is the real deal. I mean, this is kind of the precursor to the real Super Bowl. Delegates, commissioners from all 50 states. They're going to be able to go back home and talk to their fellow legislators and say, look, let me tell you exactly how it worked. I can tell you from firsthand. It can be done. It will be effective. So, so I think there are people who've never even heard of it that are going to see this and be impressed. And I think that builds enthusiasm. This is the defining moment and the last opportunity to get our republic right. We need a solution as big as the problem. This has been the podcast version of The Battle Cry with Mark Meckler. Visit conventionofstates.com slash pod to learn more. Thank you for listening.